This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Live from Mercury Studios in Dallas, it's Doc Thompson, pinch hitting for Glenn Beck today. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks so much for joining us. I'm also going to be filling in the day after Thanksgiving, so that's coming up Friday. And I got some really cool news about Friday. I am going to give away commercials. I'm going to give commercials away to your business, your friend's business, whoever's willing to call up as part of my commitment to build America. That's what we have to do. We've got to make our personal economy stronger. So Friday, make sure you're here. Tell your friends and family about it right now. You call up. I'm going to give you a free minute of airtime. It could be a nonprofit if you want to promote that. If you want to promote but it's got to be yours. And you tell your story, your product, have your website information ready, prepare that minute, and call up Friday morning on this program. we got a lot of stuff to get to today. A little bit later on, celebrity chef Patrick Mosier is going to join us, and he's going to have some food fails for Thanksgiving. Now, if you ever seen on Instagram how they, they show you the pictures of what they went to create or tried to create, and then what they actually created, and it's a big failure, well, it's kind of like that, but this isn't a failure of execution so much as a failure of idea or concept, because if you've ever gone to a relative's house, especially like a distant relative or maybe a girlfriend or boyfriend's house, and you're like, what is it you eat? What is this? I know you're from Liechtenstein. Is this some sort of delicacy? Because this seems like a fail right off. Anyways, we'll get to that coming up. But first, we got a bunch of news to get to. And I hope you will think about these different stories that I'm going to present. Maybe as something that you're going to have to share or not share on Thanksgiving with your relatives. Because, you know, a lot of times you get together with the relatives and you're like, well, I can't say this because they're going to get all ticked off. Or maybe if you're like, me, you say, I want to say this because I want to tick some people off. First up, a bunch of Donald Trump news. Now, as many of you may know, I did not support Donald Trump. I understand why a lot of people did. I don't blame them for supporting Donald Trump. I wish him well, and I have high hopes for him. I think he's actually going to do a bunch of good things. So he has some really good things he's come out with and some failures, and we're going to get to a bunch of them right now. First up, Stephen Bannon, his advisor, is going to lead the effort to bring down government workers, the, the, the number of government workers, bring the number of them down because there's too many. Within the first 100 days, Trump says he's going to freeze hiring and he's also going to replace employees who are leaving, people that are retiring or taking other jobs. So he's not going to replace those. So first of all, you freeze hiring and then people who leave, you're not going to replace them. That'll automatically slowly bring it down. And he doesn't need the help of Congress to do that. He can do that through executive order. And that's going to be the first step. Then they're going to work with Congress and to try to pass legislation to alter the benefits packages 
and make it a little bit easier to fire some federal workers. I don't know if you know this about government workers, but it is virtually impossible to get fired. I mean, you could, you could theoretically kill a coworker and not get fired. They get more holidays than the average private sector worker, and they make more money with almost complete job security. The steps they have to go through to get fired is incredible, and they're going to address that. And I say, good for you, Donald Trump. Good for you, Stephen Bannon. Go. Cut those number of, of, of uh, government workers across the board. And by the way, we shouldn't just be doing that at the federal level. We should be doing it at the state level and at your local level as well. Come on. You don't think there's waste? Have you been to a government office? Have you, have you flown? Have you seen the TSA workers? I'll bet a lot of you are flying or have already flown for the holiday. Did you go through TSA? How are the lines? Because almost universally, when I go to t- through TSA, the lines are backed up, the people are unpleasant, the experience is bad, and I see all kinds of people in pretend uniforms, because let's face it, they're not really officers, they're just pretending to be. They have little sewn-on badges. I see a lot of them just standing around BSing. And I'm thinking, you know, hey, um, maybe this line wouldn't be backed up if you, standing there, would come over here and start screening some people. How about the DMV? You been to the DMV? How are the lines there? And I'm sure at the DMV you see everybody working hard, right? That's a pleasant experience. So let's start cutting down those number of uh, government workers. According to the Cato Institute... Federal workers make a little bit more than private sector workers when there is a direct comparison to jobs. What percentage more do they make than the average worker? What do you think? 20%? They make 40% more? Really? You think they make 60? 78% more than the private sector worker. Yeah, we can start getting rid of some of these people and start bringing the pay down. At least make it easier to fire them when they've screwed up. They get better benefits and more time off. Now, Jason Chaffetz, the representative from Utah, he said that he's going to push through changes in the retirement benefits, first of all, for government workers. And he wants to shift from what they currently have to a 401k-style program when it comes to their retirement. That's just one of the things he wants to do. But, of course, there are people objecting to it. Not just the government workers, but the people who likely will have government workers vote for them in the future, like Gerald Conley, the representative from Virginia. He said, and I quote, What study are they citing saying that there are too many federal employees? Are you going to make a bunch of exceptions? In which case, uh, your plan looks like Swiss cheese. Um, I don't know about studies that say there's too many government workers, you know, versus what jobs you want done. But I know of one... The deficit, the the debt. How about that? Look at the debt. We can't pay our bills. We got to cut somewhere. Ever run a business? What are your chief expenses? Almost universally, your number one expense is employees. You cut hours, you cut the employees. That's what you have to do. That's what the private sector has to do. So good for you, Bannon. Good for you, Donald Trump. Cut those federal employees. Now, one of the fails from Donald Trump, he's not going to prosecute Hillary Clinton. I mean, does anybody remember when Donald Trump said he was going to prosecute Hillary Clinton? Remember that? He said, if I win, I'm going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation because there has never been so many lies, so much deception. And just two weeks ago, he's elected president 
And he says, I'm not going to prosecute her. you let the FBI do it. Why? She's already suffered greatly. I'm sorry. Because she's already suffered greatly. He doesn't want to hurt the Clintons, he said. He said she went through a lot and suffered greatly in many different ways. He said, it's just not something that I feel very strongly about now. I think it would be very decisive, uh, divisive for our country. These are the reasons he's not going to prosecute Hillary Clinton. Now, remember, special prosecutor does not mean persecute. It means an investigation happens, and if there is true evidence, then the prosecution begins as far as like a trial and charges and everything else. That doesn't mean you're just going to lock her up. In fact, I'm one of the ones who said when people were saying lock her up, I called them out saying you've got to have an investigation. You have to have proof. And if you get it, then you prosecute and then you sentence. And then if that's part of it, you lock her up. So I wasn't saying go after Hillary Clinton unnecessarily, haphazardly, without the rule of law. On the contrary, I was saying follow natural procedure, the rule of law. That's what should happen here. Donald Trump was the one saying... Lock her up. Special prosecutor. I'm going to go after her. Then he gets elected and says, eh, she suffered enough. Suffered enough? Did she violate the law or not? And that's not your decision of whether or not she suffered enough. That's not your decision. That's a sentence. That's for a judge to decide. You as president do not get to say, hmm, She's suffered enough. That's enough punishment. You are supposed to follow the rule of law. And it's really ticking me off. And I want to know where you Trump supporters are in this. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Are you ticked off about it? Because I am. And are you going to call him out on this stuff? Because I'm telling you right now, our next six months or year, two years, is going to be filled with questions about Donald Trump's administration like there are about every president. And I fear that you Donald Trump supporters are going to be just defending him even when it is indefensible. I didn't support him, but I've just told you of cases where he's doing the right thing. Case by case, looking at it and saying that's wrong or that's right. Are you going to do that? That's what I did throughout the Obama administration. Of course, people at MSNBC, people on the left. They thought I was just hating on Obama. Well, he's a black guy, so of course you got to be opposed to everything. It was case-by-case mistakes. I gave him credit on those rare occasions where it was due. But are you going to man up and call him out about this Hillary Clinton situation, even though you supported him? Is there something I'm missing on it? She suffered enough? Two weeks ago, he told you he was going to appoint a special prosecutor. Now, he doesn't feel that strongly about it. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. It's Doc Thompson, pinch hitting today on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn Beck. Yeah. Do you want to get away to beautiful Las Colinas, Texas? That sounds nice. Bask in an abnormally large concrete building. Sure, why not? With an inexplicable round window on top? Yeah. Have your shoulders massaged by a heavy-breathing talk show host and his large, manly-esque hands? Ah, well, I don't know about that. Great! What? Oh, it's okay, I don't... It will blow your mind. Oh. If you'll be in Texas and want to attend a taping of the Glenn Beck program, write us. Tickets at glennbeck.com. Massage not included. Lotion sold separately. Mercury. 
The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper Mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, $50 off the purchase of your mattress at casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. Okay. <laughs> this is it. This is the moment where I say, I'm not sure we survived this. I am not. What, what did Glenn call it? He was a catastrophist? A catastrophist? I'm, I'm not the catastrophist. I'm usually pretty optimistic, but we may. this may be it. Did you hear my monologue? Did you hear me heap praise on Donald Trump? Somebody that I didn't support. Did you hear me? He prays on Steve Bannon. Go after those government workers. That's good. You're doing the right thing. Then you heard me question, how come he's not prosecuting, prosecuting Hillary Clinton? Calling him out for something he said he was going to do. Right? I think that's pretty reasonable, isn't it? Tweet from the Testarian at Tea Party Tempest. Just turned off at Doc Thompson's show. Sick and tired of the Trump bashing. A year of it was enough. <laughs> how, do you, how do you get beyond this? I, I, did they only come in at the point where I was saying, how come you're not prosecuting Hillary Clinton? And by the way, you think that was Trump bashing for saying, you said you would do this, now you're not doing this. And mind you, it's an issue that you and I both want. Hillary Clinton prosecuted. But that's Trump bashing? Have you lost your minds? We cannot have conversations about this. Is this the world we live in from now on? Is this the next four years of every time I say Donald Trump does something right or wrong? You're uh, Trump bashing, Trump bashing. It's going to be the point where I'm like, well, president did a good job. Oh, he did a good job. He didn't do a great job. Trump bashing. How dare you not say he did a great job? I know it was a great job. This is nuts. All right, 888-727-BECK. Let's go to Sam in North Carolina. How are you? Hey, Buck. How you doing this morning? This is so frustrating. How come I can't say when he does wrong? I mean, I'm being oh, reasonable. Go ahead and say it, man. Go ahead and say it. I'm with you. Hey, listen, uh, you talk about Trump bashing. Now, the tr- people who worry about Trump bashing need to really think about one thing, that if Donald Trump does not let the justice system work this out, Okay, it's only going to be a matter of time until Hillary Clinton and her supporters start saying that all through the election, all Trump was doing was grandstanding. He knew all along she was guilty. Oh, and that's going to come back to haunt this administration and every Republican who ever attempts to run for president again. And it'll probably be part of Chelsea Clinton's campaign talk. 
That's a really good point. This ends up hurting his cause down the road. That's that's real solid, Sam. Thank you so much for the uh, the support and the call this morning. I appreciate it. Um, you know, there's something else about this too. If you look at some of the other things that early on have been questions, and, and Donald Trump's first hundred days that he laid out, most of it I was like, right on. This looks great. A couple of concerns, but nothing where I was bashing him on. There were a couple of things where he said, well, a wall or a fence. <laughs> wall or a fence now. Okay, I have some problems with that. You said you're going to build a wall. But I'm willing to ride that one out. I'll give you some benefit of the doubt. You're not even in office yet. You can't really do it. But you just said you're not going to prosecute Hillary Clinton. Rudy Giuliani said this of the decision. Look, there's a tradition in American politics that after you win an election, you sort of put things behind you. If that's the decision he reached, that's perfectly consistent with sort of the historical pattern of things, you know, come up and you say a lot of things, even some bad things might happen. Folks, this is not the historical precedent of two people opposed in an election, one gets elected and then doesn't use that office in a punitive way to punish their their opponent. That's not what this is. This is an investigation about multiple allegations against Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation, and everybody she knows while she was in office. If Hillary Clinton had not been Secretary of State and she was just a business person like Donald Trump, and Donald Trump came into office and said, hey, I know I said all those things on the campaign trail, but I'm not going to try to take down her business. I would say, yes, that's a good thing. That's the historical nature of this Rudy Giuliani. She potentially is a criminal. And the American people deserve transparency on all of those emails. And why can't we have it? Because it's an ongoing investigation? No, it's not an ongoing investigation now. Because she's suffered enough. The American people need to know. We need to see all of those information except the what is probably one half of 1% of truly national security issues. Give us the information. How come we can't get testimony, aside from the national security issues, that the members of Congress got? How come the members of Congress can't get all of the testimony that was given to the members of the FBI? We need this information. And Rudy Giuliani, you have exposed yourself as part of the problem because you're simply carrying water for a wrong situation. And why? Because you're still hoping to fill one of those cabinet seats. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to the Commonwealth of Virginia. Chris, what's happening in Virginia this morning? Hello, Chris. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Yes, Hello? you're on the air. Yes. Hello. Yeah, it's, um, um, well, I just want to say that I think it's all about justice, really. Um, it's not even about Trump bashing or, or ad hominem attacks. It's really about justice, you know? The, the right and the wrong. And the right thing is to do is that she should be punished. She, Hillary Clinton did something wrong. She needs to be punished. If that's well, I mean, investigation first to prove the wrong, though, right? Well, I, I, I think it's, it's one of those things where you should follow through with what you said, you know. I think the vote, it's not about, you know, proving to the left anything. It's really about, it just shows you how desperate we are for a people of integrity. And if you say you're going to do something, follow through with it. That's what we voted for, you know. That's a simple gift to me. No, and I appreciate the call. You kind of touched on something really important there. That let's say I'm just bashing Trump today. Let's say I'm just a hater, and all I did was set out to bash him today. Let's say I was MSNBC or something. Does that mean some of what is said is not accurate? 
no. I think I think uh, you can make valid points sometimes, even even if you are a misguided person like the media is. We know the media is corrupt. That's for sure. Uh, All right. But I would say that that you know you can be misguided, but you can still make valid points. All right, Chris. Thanks so much for the call and support this morning. I appreciate it. It's eight 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 seven two seven B E C K eight 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 seven two seven Beck. Let me hear from you on this. Are you upset about it? Do you matter? Does it matter? Are you going to call Donald Trump out issue by issue? Are you going to say that one's wrong or, hey, that one's right? Are you going to take him that? That's what you have to be. Otherwise, you're going to simply be the same people that you have bashed for the last eight years who propped up uh, the Obama administration, even though he was doing wrong, or the people the eight years before that that propped up the George W. Bush administration when he did all kinds of wrongs. Your calls and tweets coming up. It's at Doc Thompson Show on Twitter. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Doc Thompson in for Glenn today and Friday. Hope you're having uh, or planning a happy Thanksgiving and have plenty of things to be thankful for this year. We'll talk a little bit of that on Friday, and we're going to try to make your life a little bit better in the coming year. We're going to start on Friday, as I said, by giving you free commercials. So please let your friends and family members know that if they have a business, you call up Friday morning. We're going to give you a free commercial. We're going to, we're going to plug your business for you. And if you follow me on Twitter, at Doc Thompson Show, we'll be using the hashtag #BuildingAmerica. So then what will happen is if you hear something and you didn't get the web address, you're like, oh, I forgot what it was. You can go back later and just search Building America, the hashtag, and you'll see all of the stuff I tweeted out. And then if you have a business and you don't make it in, start using the hashtag Building America today, tomorrow, and Friday morning, and people are going to go there and search it, and you're likely going to get some exposure that way, too. I'm here to help you. Um, a little bit later on, we're going to talk some food fails this uh, Thanksgiving. But first, we've got to go back to the phones. It's 888-727-BECK in Texas. It's Tyler. How are you? Oh, it's Kyle. Kyle, rather. Hey there. Hey, so I was calling because uh, I heard your monologue earlier. I heard you talking about, you know, Steve Bannon and the jobs and getting rid of government positions, and it's great. And then I heard you talking about how uh, it seems like Trump is going back on his promise he made in the campaign to prosecute or to assign a special prosecutor for Hillary. And, um, and you know, I think that that's him going back on that now and I think that that is a little disappointing. I'm a Trump supporter, and there's really not a lot more that I would, you know, love to see than Hillary prosecuted and put in jail, because I really believe she is guilty for all those things. But the thing is, um, for somebody to say that you are Trump bashing, I've heard I've heard Trump bashing on this show, and it actually was, you know, I mean, it, it's pretty disappointing to hear, but what you were doing this morning was not Trump bashing. And Thank I you. think that... Yeah, I mean, I think that voicing an opinion, I'm, it's a little disappointing, I mean, to hear Trump say what he's saying. You know, there might be reasons for what he's doing that we might never know. But the thing is, for somebody to voice their opinion and then be called out as a Trump basher by uh, by conservatives, does that make us any better than than the liberals when they're saying you're a racist, you're a xenophobe, all these things? I mean, 
we have to well, recognize well, that. And Kyle, not- one of the mantras, one of the mantras of, of what we have said, one of one of the things that makes us us that we've said for decades now is that we are consistent, right? That we right. don't get caught up with agenda, whatever, or supporting somebody blindly. That's the reason a lot of people supported Trump because they didn't want the insider. Right. The you know, so hold people accountable issue by issue. That's all I'm right. saying. And I've given the guy a lot of credit. I think yeah, some exactly. of what he's doing is right on. Yeah, and I don't think anything that you said this morning was incorrect or anything like that. I'm, I'm a little disappointed to hear the news, you know. I mean, and if we can't recognize that our candidate said one thing and might not do it, you know, and then someone saying that, that doesn't make them a hater. You know, I mean, that if we if we call if I were to call you a Trump basher for saying what you said, I would be no different than the Democrats. They're spewing hate about us, about things that are not even true. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for the call and support. I appreciate it. I, I'm just hoping we can have these discussions in the future. That's my frustration with this. And stop saying, you didn't vote for Trump. Well, I sure as the hell didn't vote for Hillary. You think I supported that nutcase? I'm the one that marched with you on D.C. I'm the one that stood with you Tea Party members. I just have a different opinion on who I was going to vote for based on track record. You came to it with a different conclusion. But we have a lot of the same ideas. Let's take it issue by issue in the future. And after four years, we'll decide, was he a good president or not? Should we reelect him or not? I'm hoping in four years from now, I go, yes, I'm casting a vote for four more years. Because then it'll be track record. Show me. Show me what you got. I'm giving him credit, and I'm holding him accountable. Isn't that what you want from a host? And by the way, he said he's heard Trump bashing on this show. I'm going to be honest. I got really tired of hearing what was the truth about Trump from Glenn. I get really tired of it. I know where Glenn was coming from. I know Glenn. I have a pretty good idea what's in Glenn's heart. I know it's around his heart, a lot of fat. But I know it's in his heart, too. And that is goodwill. Glenn genuinely is a good guy that tries to help people. And he, wrong or right, felt the calling to tell you ad nauseum every day about Donald Trump. He was not driven for money. Clearly, it's not been successful for him to call out Donald Trump financially. But I got sick of it. I got tired of it. I was thinking, Glenn, I know this. Please don't talk about Donald Trump today. Please don't do it. So I get where you're coming from. But now we're here. Let's take it issue by issue. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to New York. And Judy, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Are you upset about Hillary not uh, being prosecuted? Oh, I still have hope that that's going to happen. Um, hmm. I have a theory, but I'm not. If it is a true theory, I'm not sure that what Trump said was the best way to go about it. But he doesn't have the power to do anything right now. But Obama does have the power to pardon Hillary before January 20th. If Trump gets on his high horse and just says, "I'm going to prosecute," going to prosecute, Obama is going to pull that pardon ticket, and. It's possible that Trump could never do anything. And he'll okay. make... Okay, so you think there's a possibility that Trump is playing chess in this whole thing, that he's, he's looking for several moves down the road here on how to get this thing done? It's definitely possible, but I, I think by him saying she suffered enough, I don't want to prosecute, I don't want to go forward, sets him up for, okay, you didn't tell us the truth, then you didn't tell us the truth, and now you're not telling us the truth. Which, you know what, I've had other people suggest maybe there's something else coming, and there, there could be after he gets uh, sworn in. That's, that's right. But 
he didn't necessarily have to say anything about her prosecution. Even if people ask her, just go, you know, we'll deal with that down the road, FBI, whatever, and just move on. He didn't have to say it. But this is my concern, Judy, is his quotes. And this is it. And again, maybe it's long game. Maybe it's a chess match. But these quotes are disturbing. She suffered already. She suffered greatly. I don't want to hurt the Clintons. She went through a lot and suffered greatly in many ways. It's just not not something I feel strongly about. I think we... uh, it would be divisive for the country. Those are pretty disturbing comments. Well, they are, uh, and that's why I'm saying that he would be setting himself up for, you know, going back on something he said again if he does pursue it after January 20th. However, mm. he, he could, in a roundabout way, let the Department of Justice do their job and continue the investigation into the Clinton Foundation and... and um, and then maybe they'll come up with something after Trump is in office. And then they'll say, well, you know, they came up with this. I have to support it. They're the legal department. Um, Let, let's, let's hope that's what he's doing, Judy. I appreciate the call this morning. Let's hope for the best that after January 20th, there is a true investigation. We get the details. And if it does prove that Hillary Clinton violated the law, that she is punished for that. Let's hope that's how it ends up going. I just have some concerns about this. So you've seen the thing about the cast of Hamilton calling out Mike Pence in the back and forth, which is just insane that this is apparently is a, our new way of communicating via Broadway musical. So the actors come out and call somebody out, and then somebody tweets about it, and then somebody else stands up and yells F you at another show, and then they go on The View and talk about it. This is the way we communicate now. We've got the greatest communication capabilities in the history of mankind, and we do it via a Broadway musical. A 17, a 15, 1400s medium, <laughs> the stage, that goes back to Roman times, B.C., we're going to worry about that. Well, <clears throat> there's a new little bit of information we have on the cast of uh, Hamilton. If you didn't see it, you got to go watch the video because it's pretty funny. First of all, the main guy who is calling out um, Mike Pence and addresses him, he doesn't know whether or not he should stay in character. So he's like, uh, wherefore, pardon me, sir, in the audience, you, president, vice president-elect, he's got this kind of thing going on. But then in the middle of it, he kind of drops it, and he's like, you see, yo, we're all real, you know, scared, and sir, we say that we're, he's kind of going back and forth. I say, you're a Broadway actor. Stay in character, or choose not to, but do one or the other. Then second of all, all the people behind him, some of them are clearly... By the way, I don't know if you know this about actors and actresses. They're a little emotional. So they're a little like, a couple of them, a little choked up, linking arms. Then there's a dude just off to his left as you're watching it who clearly wants to be the star. He clearly wants to be standing out there because he's kind of trying to direct from behind the scenes. And he's like doing the yes like this. So that's all funny by itself. But it's also funny that they're so serious about this, yet we find out half of them didn't vote. Some of them aren't registered to vote. Some of them are registered and haven't voted in years. They didn't even vote, yet they're so concerned about a Trump presidency, they're scared. If you were that scared, wouldn't you be like, hey, maybe I head on out and cast a vote or mail in a ballot or whatever it is, (laughs) wherever it is you vote. You, You couldn't vote to make sure you wouldn't be living under that fear? Did they wake up the day after the election and go, wait a minute, there was an election? 
Donald Trump? What? Where have I been? Have they just been backstage, drunk the whole time for the last year? How do you get so upset that you're not safe, as they say? What does that mean, you're not safe? From what? Trump's going to round up the homotype sexuals? This is, what's, this is what they think's going on. All right, round them all up. Bring them on in here. How are you not safe? Do you mean because of his supposed anti-homotype sexual and racist attitude that the rest of America is suddenly going to turn on you? That's insane. But if you are that concerned, maybe you go cast a ballot. Maybe uh, you vote. Huh. Then you don't have to call out Mike Pence. Just a thought. More of your calls coming up. It's Doc Thompson pinch hitting for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Mercury. Doc Thompson in today. Thanks so much for joining me. We're talking about uh, Donald Trump saying he's not going to prosecute Hillary Clinton. I'm just letting you vent and tell me if it's something you're upset or do you think he's playing chess. We're going to get some phone calls. Go to line 61 now. Richard in Florida. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing good. Say, um, you know, Donald Trump, uh, he, he campaigned on prosecuting her. You know, it upsets me that he's only been there a couple, you know, like a couple of weeks and he's already backed out of three things he said he was going to do said he was going to prosecute her, and now he's saying he's not going to do that. Then he says that he's going to, uh, to uh, do the immigrant thing. He's backed out of that thing. He said Obamacare, he's going to replace and repeal that. Now he is making exceptions for that. So, you know, it's like Donald Trump is, uh, he is becoming a politician before he's ever a politician. I don't understand, you know, I, I would love, I voted for Donald Trump because I thought he was going to do what he said. And now, what's he doing? He's backed out of three things before he's ever got there. Building the wall, he said he was going to do that, make it higher than it's ever been. Well, now we find out it's only certain parts of that wall that he's going to build. Obamacare, he is making exceptions. Oh, well, you know, there's two things in that that we're going to keep. Is that repealing it? I, I just, he's backing out of things before he ever gets there. And you I know, some of those, that. Richard, and I agree with you, and that's, that's my frustration as well. I still like some of the things he is doing and saying he's doing. I appreciate those. So I'm, you know, just trying to take him take uh, issue by issue. Even some of the other ones that he said, like the wall, it wasn't as clear cut as I'm not going to do this. And that's the reason I'm like, well, let's wait. Let's give him, you know, Give him some time in office to see how some of this stuff plays out. I mean, you got to get a lay of the land. No, nobody has any idea what it really takes to be president until you start going into those national security briefings and you get a couple of months behind you then and you're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. So I'll give him a little bit of a learning curve, but this one is really specific and really specific uh, about why he's not going to. And that was my concern. But thank you so much. So I appreciate the comments this morning. Uh, let's get to another quick call here. James in Florida, how are you? Fine. Uh, yes, I am upset with uh, Trump's backsliding, or what you might call it, tracking. 
mm-hmm. at this at his first uh, inaugural speech before the Joint Chief of Staff. I pray to God that he will expose everything what uh, how you know corrupt our government is and expose Hillary's deep concerns on what is on Anthony Weiner's laptop. Things like that is what concerns me. And by laptop, you mean his computer. Correct. Okay, Uh, thank God. I didn't want there to be any misunderstanding there. Hey, do you Uh, you think... There were words words that (laughs) were exchanged between Obama and Trump, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Do you think that a lot of people are waiting for a big, spectacular Trump moment to do something to expose a lot of people? Or do you think most Trump supporters, people support him, are just thinking he's going to do good things with legislation? No, I feel that he, as a chess player, you got to make the right moves at the right place at the right time. Uh, Doc, i got one question to ask you. Yes, if you were the president of the United States-elect and you walked into the national security briefing and then suddenly you hear Obama and all these other people saying, if you do this or to Hillary then we will do this to you. How would you, re- how would you react? After I got a pizza, which is always part of it. Of course. Um, <laughs> no, I'm doing it. And, and <laughs> uh, James, I appreciate the call, and I'll respond. Uh, thank you so much. Um, no, folks, I'm somebody who suffers. I do. I'm somebody who often does, tries to do the right thing and suffers for it, and suffer for it when I do the wrong things, too. So I'm somebody that stands on principle. That's the reason I didn't vote for Trump, and I have suffered because of that. That's just who I am. I get why other people, you know, don't do that. I understand. It's I'm not more noble. I'm not saying that. It's it's just who I am. I cannot let the bastards off. I can't. If you've done wrong, I'm coming for you. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.